0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfucked Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a member of the nation. As I'm sure most of you know, there's a new book coming out January 18th called Love Unfucked. The subtitle, by the way, is called Getting Your Relationship Shit Together. And I think that's something we all struggle with you know I think we've got our own version of this right now a lot of people have been asking me about this new book and saying is it about all relationships no it's not about all relationships it's specifically about being married right but I cast a wide net in it so what do I mean by that I mean that in this new book you'll see how it actually does apply to all relationships there's a tone that goes through it that's unmistakable There's a basis for every relationship you could ever have. But in the book, I talk about marriages and being in love and what it is to be in a relationship with another. What does it take to actually make a relationship work with another? Not only am I very proud of this book, but I think you'll find it'll rock you. You'll get rocked by it because I don't, well, you know, I don't pull any punches. But one of the things that I wanted to get to the bottom of with that book is to really undo a lot of the bullshit that's out there, a lot of the stuff that we've come to believe to be true, that I have basically just thrown a fucking hand grenade into it, you know, stuff like relationships are 50-50 and it's give and take and blah, 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 right? Relationships are all about communication and you shouldn't argue. And Like I just threw a hand grenade and all of that and a whole bunch of other stuff and then gave you the keys to build a relationship that you actually want to be in. What does it take from you, right? Because that's one of the most important things that I think many of us ignore in our relationships is what it's going to take from you. But I think we do that in life. I don't think we fully address what it's going to take from ourselves. That's why, you know, and I talked about this in previous shows about why I'll never leave you with hope, right? I think it was last week's show, actually, I talked about this. I think hope is one of those things that we like having around, but it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't provide you with anything because as you well know, as you well know, life only ever actually changes in the paradigm of action. What does that mean? It means if you want your life to change, You have to do differently than you did before. And where most people get fucked up is they think they have to feel differently than they did before, which isn't the case at all. Not at all. Which, in a rather roundabout way, brings me to what I wanted to get to this week with you. You know, this I'm a bit of a carbuncle on the big toe of the personal growth industry. It's not that I'm not a fan of the industry. I'm, it's not like I'm not a fan of of people taking themselves on. It's just funny, you know, because it's about personal growth, but an awful lot of it is about turning you into, you know, some kind of recovering victim. And, you know, look, there's a lot of your life that you had no say in it. But so fucking what? So, fucking what? There's a ton of your life you'd know saying, that's right. That doesn't mean to say that for the rest of your life, you're just living in a massive reaction to that. But the kind of tentacles of victimhood are long and they're sticky. And it's challenging sometimes to see the degree to which you've become self victimized. I will say this by the way, many people who have attempted to politicize my philosophy and I won't do it. And I know there are people out there who do, even in this industry, like collaborate or are allowing their message to be used for the furthering of a political view. And I won't do it. I won't fucking do it because politics come and go, but people remain. And so my passion is people. And the funny thing is, though, I think when you're true to people and how great people can be, it transcends that whole conversation. It's not like politics aren't important. I'm not saying that. But you got to beware, right? Like, you got to beware with a lot of shit. But you got to beware the degree to which you're cashing yourself in for it. You're quite literally cashing in who you are for it. But you do that with a lot of things. I mean, everybody thinks they've got integrity until they get tempted. Everybody thinks they've got loyalty until something better comes along. Everybody thinks they've got some sense of value until their feelings change. And that's one of the things that has really supported me in transforming my own life and changing my own life has been my continued drive to live a life that goes beyond my most base feelings. And again, you know, I'm not a robot, and I'm not expecting you to be a fucking robot. But by the same token, you have to be, at times, a demand on yourself And this is in an era, in a time, when you're being told repeatedly to trust how you feel. And I say, why? Why should I trust how I feel? I might trust what I know from time to time, but why should I trust how I feel? And I'm going to give you a really simple example of why you don't trust how you feel. So one of the things that I learned to do there is, if I have a, a thing that I'm up to, a task or whatever, it usually goes into my calendar on my phone, right? So I'll have my phone tell me, you got to do this thing at two o'clock. Or you got to do that thing at three o'clock. You got to do this thing at 4.30. You got to do this thing at 9 a.m. got to do this thing tonight. It's, in, it's usually in my fucking phone. And then there's a little alarm thing that goes off my phone. It goes ding, ding, or something. Fucking version of that. Do you seriously think that every time something comes up on my phone, I feel like doing it? You think I'm like surging with enthusiasm and motivation? Well, I mean, the simple answer to that is no. I'm not. So what I'm really saying here is my feelings about things aren't always lining up with whatever games I'm playing in life. Look, it's easy to go just hang out with a bunch of your fucking mates. Have a couple of glasses of wine or cups of coffee or beers, whatever the hell you do. It's easy to go hang out with those folks and talk about what you're gonna do. And then life happens. And the moment life happens and your feelings change, you're fucked. That's right. You're fucked. Because you'll follow your feelings. You'll follow your feelings. And then you'll read some fucking thing on Instagram that says, trust your instinct or some shit. And you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I should. And it's such a fine line, you know, because I was reading something on, it actually was Instagram, believe it or not. And people were talking about being overwhelmed and why you shouldn't push through when you're overwhelmed and it's not time to keep grinding down and blah, 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 blah. And, And there's a lot of merit in that, right? But I also assert that there are a great number of people who say they're overwhelmed, and they're not. They're just not organized. They're just not organized. And I'm not talking about, you know, some kind of having your life organized, you know, to some in a fucking crazy degree. I'm just saying relatively simple organization. I think a lot of times we get certain things in our life collapse. Like, you know, if my finances aren't working and I'm carrying a little bit too much cargo on my butt and I'm not enjoying my job, it's not like those are three things that I can look at individually. Those things all get collapsed in together. And those are the times when you'll sell out because it seems like there's a lot is fucked up, and it's not. It's one or two or three or four. A lot of times in your life, you'll feel like you're in a ton of complexity because of that. You'll feel like you're under layers and layers and layers of complexity. But the reality is you're not. Not only is your life not that complex, neither are you. You're not complex. Contrary to what you've been told, you're not complex. You're a simple mechanism. It seems complicated because you're wrapped up in it. But you're a simple mechanism. You're designed to survive a life that you can predict. Period. You're a mechanism that's designed to survive a life that you can predict. How can I predict what's coming? By looking at what's been. And some of you wonder why you can't get over your past because you're too busy fucking trying to make sure it doesn't happen again. So there you are. It lives on. And by the way, I will say this, and I don't give a fuck whether you think this is a shameless plug or not. Not only in the relationship book am I getting into the way your past reaches into your present life, but I have it in mind for future things that I'm working on. Once and for all, get you straight about your past and have you see not only how powerful it is or can be when you don't address it properly, but how to get off of that complete addiction to fucking blaming it on somebody else. And I'm saying that, by the way, unabashedly. Like, I I don't give a fuck what's happened to you in your past. I don't care how bad it was. And when I say I don't care, it's not like I don't care about you like a human being. I care about you like a human being. I just don't give a fuck what happened to you. Certainly not to the degree that you do. In fact, that may well be your problem. You give too much of a fuck about what happened. You're too involved in it. But I want every single person listening to this right now, and as many, 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 many fucking thousands of you listening to this right now from all over the world, basically all corners, actually. Your past is a looming shadow over your future. You might not feel that way. You might feel as if you've done the work or some shit, or you're just over it, quote unquote, which is a complete crock of shit. You don't just get over the past for fuck's sake. Well, I did. I just said I'm done with that shit. <laughs> no, you didn't. It doesn't work that way which I guess is what separates what we're doing at the nation compared to everywhere else. Because everywhere else, it's either taking a deep dive into your past and hanging out there for the next fucking 10 years, or for my motivational people, leave the past in the past, where it belongs, and reach for the start and some other fucking bullshit. And like most situations, the truth is somewhere in between. You need to take a dive in. You need to see what's what. and You need to work out the ways in which you are perpetuating that. And I really mean it like perpetuating. I made this video on YouTube a couple of years ago. And I said, quite frankly, you'll never get over your past until you confront all the ways in which you use it to justify yourself. And it's not even so much to justify what you do, it's how much you use the past to justify who you are or who you've become. You use the past to justify who you've become, both to yourself and to other people. You explain to the universe why you are the way you are by pointing to your past. And then you wonder why it just continues to live on. And at some point, you know, I mean, everything I do, everything that I do is based in some sense of personal responsibility, which includes being responsible for how you turned out. You might not be on the hook for what happened to you, but you are on the hook for what you did with that. I mean, shit might have happened to you. And then you did something with that. That's the part I'm interested in. I don't give a fuck what happened to you. I'm interested in what you did with that. What decisions did you make? What did you decide about yourself? What did you decide about people? What did you decide about your future? What did you decide about your worth? You know, that thing that I say quite a bit. What are you tolerating? about you. And the problem with it is, and I'm clear about this, the problem with it is you're so wrapped up in it. You can't see that you wrote it. When you live a life of saying, I'm this way because of that happened, you don't realize that when you say that, that's what you're writing. In that moment, you're the author. You live the story that the author wrote. And every time you say it, you perpetuate the myth of your past. I'll say that again for those at the back. Every time you say it, talk about it, think about it, write about it, you perpetuate the myth of the past, or specifically your past, not the past, because for all the other people that were around when you were growing up, they have got their past too. And they all think that what they're talking about is the past, but in fact, it's not. Everybody's just talking about their own past. It's not the past. Stop talking about your past like the past because it's not the past. It's fucking your past. And you need to start to confront what you have done with that. How have you used it to justify where you are right now. And right now, just stop. If someone else is on your mind, oh yeah, this sounds like my sister. Stop for fuck's sake. I'm talking about you. I mean, this isn't even a personal growth industry problem. This is a problem for a lot of the people that participate in this. Go on to any one of my social media channels. Go ahead, go on a fucking Facebook and Instagram or Twitter or any of those spots. And I'll say something You'll see somebody going Oh yeah, I know somebody in my life You could do with some of this Yeah, fucking you You could do with some of this Be left, and no doubt When you do the work on yourself It's not just you That feels different It's not just you That does different It's not just your little world Like the world is not the same you don't see anything the same. You got to really consider for a moment here that you're you're mostly constrained by what you think, and the road to freedom is given by what you do. And you'll have to do that while you're feeling and thinking the old ways. And if you're getting like fucked up because you know. Uh, still feels the same. That's because you're in some mode of trying to do something so that you can get something else. That's not how this works. This is why positive thinking doesn't work for a lot of people. Because they keep checking in to see if it's positive yet. No, didn't work for me. Positive thinking is just designed to interrupt a moment so that you can just follow a pathway And get any action. And that once you're down that pathway, your thoughts will take care of themselves. It's like all those poor suckers that are fucking sitting around trying to manifest a fucking Mercedes. Uh, You're gonna have to do some different shit. You can't just stick pictures up on your fucking notice board and hope that that Mercedes shows up. By all means, think about it. By all means, read about it. But at some point, you'll have to start getting your shit together and making it a reality for yourself. Manifesting isn't just fucking, you know, thinking something and there it is. Ultimately, it's about shaping you in a certain direction. But at the same time, at some point down that road, you will have to do differently. That's why I say you're not that complex. You're a simple mechanism that is designed to survive a future that you can predict. And the more you realize that that's just mostly what's at play with you, the less significant it gets. You can let it go. What is it they say? The best listeners are the ones that are concerned for talking too much. I think that's true about all things in life. Get your eye on the future. Get responsible for how you've justified the past. Stop hiding behind, oh, I don't know what's going on with me. If only I knew. Because for many of you, that confusion just allows you to stay in fucking la-la land. Life is happening, and it's happening today, my friends. I mean, you could wait. Right, you could wait for the feeling to change because, you know, you follow how you feel. Or you could stick a fucking flag in the ground that says, this is the life I'm after and act in alignment with that flag regardless of how you feel. All right, we're going to be back in a moment. We're going to take a short break here. We're going to take our question from the nation next, which I'm sure you're going to freaking love.
0: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: All right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. As usual, by the way if you want to participate in a future show, what do I mean by participate? I mean, you might have a question for me from your own life, that's one. Two, you might have a subject that you want me to talk about. Like, you know what, Gary? I've never heard you talk about blah, 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 blue. Then tell me and I'll I'll fucking talk about it because the great thing about philosophy is you can take a dive into any subject. So give it to me. You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. The hotline for Unfuck Nation, 646-450-3203. You can leave me a voicemail or you can text me. And you can also see me at the website, unfucknation.com. All right. So this was actually a text that I got. So I don't know the person's name, but I was... I was interested in the distinction that this person was making. So he said, hello, Gary, I want to say thank you for your work, your podcasts and books. have changed my life and the perspective in which I view it. My question is, what is the difference between expectations and standards? For example, relationships. Is it high expectations I have for who I allow in my life? Or is it high standards. So the difference between standards and expectations. Yes. All right. This is really simple. Expectations aren't usually weighted down by some emotional investment. So I'm emotionally invested in this expectation that I have, right? Secondly, a lot of your expectations are unspoken. In fact, many of your expectations, you don't even know you have. All you know is you're disappointed. And when you're disappointed, I would suggest looking at, well, what was the hidden expectation that I had here? Because it was hidden. You didn't see it. See, and i talked about this extensively And Unfuck Yourself. Whenever you get up to something in your life. Maybe you date somebody. Maybe you, you're you looking to buy a home. Maybe you're looking to move or start a new job. Whenever you do that, you, you are quite literally putting together an image in your brain of how this is supposed to go. You remember the first part of the show, I was talking about prediction. That's what this is. You're predicting. Some people call it dreaming. Okay, fair enough. But what I want you to understand is you're already building in emotionally how this is supposed to look. So when it doesn't go that way, you end up disappointed. It's very different from a standard, right? Standard might say, I might say, look, if I'm in a relationship with someone and I might use the word expect, I would expect you to be in communication with me at least a couple of times a week while we're dating. To reach out to me and talk to me and like that. I might even share with that person, like, that's what works for me. So that's really like my standard of what a good relationship is and isn't, right? And I'm being upfront about it and I'm being straight about it. And I'm just laying it out there and that's how that rolls. And that person might say, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I, I like that too. I want to do that. Okay, good. Now, the expectation is that they'll do it, right? Yeah, but what about when they don't? What about when they don't? And you'll see your emotional investment. So it's fine to have a standard. It's fine to have agreements with people about standards. But you'll also notice a whole load of emotional investment in it. And you'll also notice, and if you use the example that I just used, When people don't deliver on what they agreed they would do, you make it mean something bigger, something fucking far weightier and significant. So it's fine to have standards. And it's fine to say to people, this is how I operate. And if you're willing to operate here with me, that's good. And they say, yeah, yeah, I am. And they might fall off the wagon. They might not do it always the way they agreed. That's okay too sometimes it happens. You're a human being, not a, what, robot. That's right. But your expectations, the kind of expectations that I talk about are quite often the hidden ones, but your expectations are always weighed heavily by some kind of emotional expectation. You're emotionally invested in it. It's not clean, right? Like, I have standards in my home of cleanliness. Right. Like it's got to be a certain way. That's what works for me. I tell you what, I don't have, though. I don't have expectations that everyone's going to see it my way. I know they won't. It's okay. And sometimes as a family, we make agreements on, you know, who's going to do what, where, when, and why. And not everyone does it. It's okay. I get that. The only thing I'm really interested in is, How quickly can we get back to an agreement? I'm not about making you wrong for some expectation that I had that you would just do this to your fucking dying day. Like, you know, always hang up your fucking wet towel or whatever the thing might be. So expectations can be very problematic. It's probably better for you to use the word standard Or agreement, if you have an agreement with someone. But, you know, another one that stuck with me a while back was somebody says, you know, if I want to, they used an example of writing a book, actually, if I'm going to write a book, shouldn't I expect it to do well? My answer to that was good luck with that. Because the burden of expectation will weigh heavily on your book's performance. You can look forward to that you can aim for that you can have that as a goal that's all good if you live without like an expectation it's highly likely to come back and smack you right in the fucking mouth the more you can let go of your expectations the better for you it's okay for you to want life to be a certain way to turn out a certain way that's all fine the more facile you become with letting go of that burden that emotional burden of expectation the freer you'll be Freer you'll be to pivot and shift and move and dance with life as it's coming at you. Because it's all fucking chaotic anyway. The order of life is an illusion created by human beings so they don't lose their shit about what they were actually facing. And what you're actually facing is chaos. But it's a beautiful chaos. It's a magnificent chaos. That's what you live in. You live in a magnificent chaos. Chaos. And you're fundamentally equipped to fucking dance in that chaos. But, you know, human beings insist on making it orderly and straight lines and (laughs) all that other fucking nonsense. So it's fine to have your standards, keep your standards. You might want to reconsider, though, if your attachment to them isn't becoming greater than the life you really want. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. I'll see you on the flip side next week. We're getting closer to the holiday season. By the way, we're getting deep, deep, deep into it now, in fact. So I'm going to give you some pieces to handle the rest of this fucking month. And I'm going to have some news next week about some exciting stuff we're doing for those of you that are getting ready to buy your new book as it comes out January 18th. And don't forget the unfuck yourself journal i think is out now on amazon for 2022 journal and the unfuck yourself calendar for 2022 is already out so make sure you get those little gifts for your grandma all right you guys have a great one see you on the flip side